What's going on, America? And welcome to Dear America. We have a jam-packed episode today we have to talk about. President Trump absolutely destroying CNN and the backlash because of it. Title 42 is over and there is literally a war zone at the border. And is it now illegal to defend yourself and the people around you? Apparently, in the state of New York, that might just be the case. This is Dear America, and here we go. What's going on, America? And welcome to Dear America. Zach, you got to be quicker than that. <laughs> Show Zach's seat. Zach's seat struggling. is empty right now. Because look at him. Look I'm at coming, him. I'm coming. There he goes. All right, everybody. Zach is back. Zach, welcome, my friend. Dude, Go I'm back to, to the back. studio. It's a bit bigger uh, than normal. Because a little bit. we have some amazing new things for you guys. New information that we can't quite bring to you yet. But I promise you. You are going to love what is happening. And speaking of loving what is happening, Zach, did you see President Trump's CNN town hall? Believe it or not, I actually did. It's a miracle! Cue the applause! <laughs> Zach has actually seen a TV program. Uh, first of all, uh, there were a lot of conservatives that were upset about this, right? A lot of conservatives, which I don't get. I don't understand why conservatives would be mad. We started this tribalism thing where uh, if you don't do Republican-based things on perceived Republican-based networks, Republicans and conservatives have started this tribalism thing. I don't really like it. I think it was a genius move, especially with Fox News literally setting their company on fire with the Tucker Carlson scandal and Dan Bongino, by the way. Shout out to my boy Dan. I don't want you to feel left out. Hashtag Dan for life. We love Dan Bongino. But Fox News is in the gutter. So Trump does, in my opinion, what is a genius move. He goes to CNN. I'll do a Republican town hall on CNN. I'm going to make CNN put their most hated person in the world in front of the very people that they hate. And I guess CNN thought they were gonna try to destroy him, but this is where CNN went wrong. CNN used it as an opportunity to ask him questions, not about Republican things that Republicans care about. They used it as an opportunity to try to get you on Democrat policies. And needless to say, we have comprised the list of what we believe to be some of the top moments of this. But before we do it, we actually have to get into the backlash. Why is there a backlash? I don't really know because you would think, Zach, correct me if I'm wrong, we're in the show business world. Mm -hmm, you would yeah. think that viewers on the show in the episode would be a good thing, right? Like that, that's well, good business, right? You would think, typically more views is good. Right, exactly. So the president of CNN is under fire, not from the audience, but from the likes of Anderson Cooper, not Don Lemon, because he was fired. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, no, they're mad that they would dare put uh, Donald Trump on there. So check this out. Okay, first of all, CNN should now be called TNN, Trump News Network, and go ahead and give him the 8 p.m. slot. He's going to kill it for you every week, even if he's just like in his pajamas 
uh, sitting on the couch talking about his latest tweet. It's going to be better than anything CNN has done. Donald Trump got 3.3 million views in the time slot, okay? The biggest views that they've had in three years. But this is the lies that the media tries to tell you, okay? I found it. This is Axios, okay? Not necessarily a conservative or Christian conservative friendly outlet, but this is what they had to say. All right, by the numbers, Trump got 3.3 million viewers. Of that, 780,000 people were in the critical 25 to 45-year-old advertising demo. In layman's terms, the man absolutely killed it. This is Tucker Carlson level numbers yeah. in this regard, okay? Uh, they even admit it here. That's more than four times the average number reached in the demo during its typical 8 p.m. program hosted by Anderson Cooper. Town Hall also gave CNN a significant boost in the 9 p.m. through 11 p.m. hours that followed the event. This man is so popular that even when he wasn't on the TV, CNN had the highest ratings they've had in three years. But this is where they tried to lie, okay? You always have to spot the lies. We talk about this all the time. It is super important to understand where they're lying to you and try to manipulate you. All right, this comes in second in the past three years when then presidential candidate Joe Biden at a Democrat town hall got 3.4 million in 2020. This is the lie. Okay, you ready? Here's the lie. They want you to believe that Joe Biden's more popular than Donald Trump. Donald Trump got 3.3, Joe Biden got 3.4. But what they're failing to mention is this. CNN is a friendly organization to Joe Biden. So naturally, a lot of people on the Democrat side and the liberal side are going to watch Joe Biden, even though, you know, he has no idea what he's saying and you know, you know the thing, right? What did he say when he was talking about Worcestershire sauce or whatever it was? Speaking in tongues. You have no idea. He was definitely speaking in tongues. He was speaking in tongues or a stroke, one of the two. Either way, here's the lie. Of course, Joe Biden gets 3.4 million viewers if you believe that to be true because it's a Democrat-friendly news outlet filled with Democrat uh, and liberal-leaning viewers, enthusiasts, etc. Here is where Donald Trump absolutely destroys it. No one hates Donald Trump more than CNN and the CNN viewers. And Donald Trump still got 3.3 million people to tune in. A majority of them were probably Republicans that literally vomit the minute they hear the word CNN, but yet he still did it. And we did it in the digital age where probably tens of millions of people watched it all online. If I can brag for a brief moment, Zach, we did more than 3.3 million viewers just on the clips that we put on Twitter alone, but I digress. So maybe you should take over CNN. Maybe I should. should. I think, think, you know, I could do it. Can you imagine the outrage, the burning down of cities? Graham Allen becomes president and acting CNO, CNO, CEO, CNN, CNO, CNN, CNO. Anyway, moving on. Remember the last time you got a quote, unquote, free phone? Uh, You started out feeling great, then came to the hefty activation fees, four-line requirements, and of course, binding contracts. Don't fall for it again. Only Pure Talk gives you a free 5G Samsung Galaxy phone without the feeling you've been duped. Just sign up for Pure Talk's unlimited talk, unlimited text, and unlimited data plan with mobile hotspot for just 50 bucks a month and get a free 5G Samsung Galaxy 
Yes, I said for free. That's right. Unlimited everything at a fraction of the price of Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile. And here's another thing. You'll be on America's most dependable 5G network. How do I know this? Because I'm a customer. Make the switch to Pure Talk, the wireless company I'm proud to stand behind because they're proud to stand behind me. Go to puretalk.com and use the promo code G-R-A-H-A-M. That's Graham for your free Samsung Galaxy phone when you sign up for unlimited talk, text, and unlimited data. Again, go to puretalk.com and use the promo code Graham to start saving today. This was not met without outrage. In fact, we have to talk about the wrong and the horrificness that is free speech Mm. happening in America. And no one took more of an issue with it than AOC. Cue the clip, guys, and watch her teeth get wider as she gets madder. Here's a clip of AOC having a problem with freedom of speech. Uh, You know, I I know you said earlier that you will not comment on the platforming of um, such atrocious disinformation, but I I would. I think it was a profoundly irresponsible decision. I don't think that it would I would be doing my job if I did not say that. Um, And Mm -hmm. what we saw tonight was a series of extremely irresponsible decisions that put a sexual abuse victim at risk, that put that person at risk in front of a national audience, and I could not have disagreed with it more. It was shameful. It's simple to you. are a nasty person, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was, that was our little edit. That was our little edit. Let's cut the clip. That was our little edit of the clip. That didn't really happen. That would have been amazing if that had happened in real life on CNN. All right, she says that it put a sexual assault victim at risk. How? I don't really understand. She had a problem with uh, the spreading of false information. So they're talking about the 2020 election. I want to combat that, but before we do that, I want to get to my favorite person at CNN, Anderson Cooper. He's kind of like Bill Clinton when he talks. You can't quite tell if he's laughing or crying at the same time, and he always looks as though he's either just started to cry or just finished crying. But he opened his monologue to the show. This is a rather little long clip, but I believe it's important for you to see it. I may do some commentary along the way. Let's roll the Anderson Cooper monologue. Many of you have expressed deep anger and disappointment. Many of you are upset that someone who attempted to destroy our democracy was invited to sit on a stage in front of a crowd of Republican voters to answer questions. God forbid. And predictably continued to spew lie after lie after lie. And I get it. It was disturbing. It was disturbing to see and hear that person refer to a black law enforcement officer as a thug, an adjective he used many times to describe black men. And call Caitlin Collins, the moderator, nasty, which is what he calls any woman. That did who happen, up to but him. it was hilarious. It was disturbing to hear him speak so highly of QAnon conspirators and insurrectionists who assaulted police officers in our democracy on January 6th. And it was awful to hear him spread ridiculous lies about the election. Look at his lip. And it was certainly disturbing to hear that audience, young and old, our fellow citizens, people who love their kids and go to church, laugh and applaud his lies and his continued defamation of a woman who, according to a jury of his peers, he sexually abused and defamed. Not true. As good a job as Caitlin Collins did trying to fact check him, it is impossible to fact check fully because he lies so shamelessly. Now, many of you think CNN shouldn't have given him any platform to speak, and I understand the anger about that, giving him the audience, the time, I get that. But this is what I also get. The man you were so disturbed to see and hear from last night, that man is the front runner for the Republican nomination for president. Here, here. According to polling, no other Republican is even close. Nope. 
That man you were so upset to hear from last night, he may be president of the United States in less than two years. And that audience that upset you, that's a sampling of about half the country. They are Correct. your family members, your neighbors, and they are voting. And many said they're voting for him. Now, maybe you haven't been paying attention to him since he left office. Maybe you've been enjoying not hearing from him, thinking it can't happen He's again. Not to cry, Zach. Some investigation is going to stop him. Well, it hasn't so far. So if last night showed anything, it showed it can happen again. It is happening again. He hasn't changed, and he is running hard. <laughs> you have every right to be outraged today. He's running hard. I love again. it. But do you think staying in your silo and only listening to people you agree with is going to make that person go away? Oh, interesting point. Do you think sitting in your silo and only listening to people you agree with is going to make that go away? So this man just goes on a two-minute monologue, tearful rant about the sociopath that is Donald Trump and how dare they allow Donald Trump on the CNN giving him the platform which is hilarious because we just went over the numbers. Donald Trump brought the viewers to CNN. So what are you talking about? However, Anderson, for the first time in a long time, I could not agree more. He said the words, half the country agree with President Trump. Mm -hmm. Well, doesn't that contradict the fact that Joe Biden is the most popular president in modern history if you say that half the country loves Donald Trump. Doesn't that not make sense? I feel like that doesn't lie. I feel like properly. mathematically, I am from Mississippi and you know, I breathe with my mouth open. So what do I know full heartedly? But I mean, I think it's too much for you to comprehend. That's the It is. Maybe that's what it is. I'm the dumb one. And yes. you know, ooh, orange man good over here. But all I'm saying is I agree with you, Anderson. What better way for Americans to be able to make decisions for themselves mm -hmm. than to allow them to have the freedom and opportunity to go outside of their silos and hear both sides of the story? So that's the outrage. Now it's time to get into the best moments of the CNN town hall. We're gonna run through these pretty quick. Uh, this was probably the best moment of the night as far as the gotcha moment. Caitlin Collins is trying to corner President Trump uh, by lying, by the way, about his activities during January 6th. And Trump literally fact checks her in real time by bringing out his receipts of the tweets that he put out. You cannot make this up. Play the tape. Breaking into the Capitol, smashing windows, injuring police officers. Why did you? Why did it take you three hours to tell them to go home? I don't believe it did. Oh, let me pull it out. Baller move! <laughs> Baller move! <laughs> Think of the planning. The planning that went in. They're going to try to corner you, Mr. President. So you print the tweets. On January 5th, the day before, Ooh, he's going I said, before. please support our Capitol Police and law enforcement. Uh -huh. They are truly on the side of our country. Stay peaceful. Stay peaceful. This was the day before, and this was in the form of Twitter. Now use truth, truth social. I think it's far superior, okay? I hope everybody's truth. on truth. Truth social, far superior. I hope everybody's on truth. Uh, if you look, January 6th, this is at 2, before 2.30. I am asking for everyone at the U.S. Capitol to remain peaceful. That's this the jab. This is right after, as it was Hit her with the jab. But what happened is they took it down. I don't know why. I think they took it down because it was so good. That's they didn't true. like it being up there. That's what happened. I am asking. This is here comes the haymaker. I didn't know until I got it back because now I have 90 million people waiting for me to go back. But I'm on truth and I'm staying on truth. Listen, 
I am asking for everyone at the U.S. Capitol to remain peaceful. No violation. It's, we want no violation. We want no violence. I remember this like it was remember, yesterday. We are the party of law and order. Respect the law and our great men and women in blue. Thank you. That was at 2.30. Yep. That was very early. Mr. President, I looked at the same timeline that you did. Once no, no, it was but you clear, didn't report that. You know why? Because it was We did report down. it. I, I was reporting that It was that taken thing. down and it wasn't But when it was down. clear... I mean, you can see the look on Caitlyn Collins' face. Nowhere in the world did she anticipate Trump actually printing ahead of time <laughs> the tweets. It makes you wonder if somebody like gave him a nod, like, hey, it might be... Wink, wink, a good idea yeah, I, I to print out the tweets. Were, I think they knew CNN was totally going to go that direction. I'm going to go out on a limb here and give a shout out to my boy Taylor. Uh, I'm not going to give his full name, but Taylor, you know who you are. Uh, I, I have a feeling that was your idea, Taylor, uh, from my sources deep in the Trump campaign. Mm. Good job, Taylor, on that. that. That was an amazing, amazing moment. Okay. President Trump recently issued a warning from his Mar-a-Lago home, quote, our currency is crashing and will soon no longer be the world standard, which will be our greatest defeat, frankly, in 200 years. There are three reasons the central banks are dumping the U.S. dollar, inflation, deficit spending, and our insurmountable national debt. The fact is there is one asset that has withstood famine, wars, and political and economical upheaval dating back to biblical times, and that is gold. And you can own it in a tax-sheltered retirement account with the help of Birch Gold. Whether you've got money on the side, you've got savings, you want to protect you and your family, all you need to do is text the word Graham to 989898 right now for a free info kit. There's no tricks. There's no gimmicks. It's absolutely free. And they will hold your hand through the whole process. Think about this. When currency fails and gold is a safe haven, how much more time does the dollar have? Protect your savings with gold like I did. Birch Gold has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of happy customers. Text the word Graham to 989898 to get your free info kit on gold. Again, text the word Graham, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898 right now. Uh, this next clip is something that really means a lot to a lot of people. We've got surging oil prices. Americans are concerned about oil. It is not unknown that Americans need to drill on American soil to bring down the cost of gas and keep the cost of gas down. Need to remind you, when Biden took over the White House, gas was around like, what, 190-something in some places? And now the national average is over $3. So Biden wants you to believe that he's doing this great job. And even though it's not $5, $6 a gallon like it was, it still is literally three times what it was under President Trump. So this was a very good question from an audience member, and I think it's important for you to hear her question and then hear Trump's response. Roll the clip about drilling. Hi, thank you so much for coming to New Hampshire to thank answer you. our questions. My question is regarding the economy. Over the past two years, we have seen the prices for everything skyrocket. From food to gas to utilities and insurance costs, many people's bills are up several hundred dollars a month, including mine. If elected president again, what is the first thing you would do to help bring down the cost to make things more affordable? Drill, baby, drill. Amazing. All right, cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it. Amazing. Drill, baby, drill. 
See, that's why Donald Trump relates to people. Where you love him or hate him, you have to acknowledge the fact the man relates to people. Now, do I agree with everything Donald Trump says? No. As a Christian, I can't always agree with everything Donald Trump says. But when he says simple answers to questions that other politicians want to make super complicated. Well, you know, we've got this agreement and this agreement. We can't do this and we can't do that. Shut up. Nobody cares. What's the answer? Drill, baby, drill. That's the answer. Everybody knows what he means when he says that. It's the answer to the question. Bada bang, bada boom. There it is. Applauds across the board. Agree, disagree? What are your thoughts? No, I agree. I mean, like, I think that's pretty much the... Dude, sorry, you have to cut this out. I am so struggling right now getting back into this, being on camera. <laughs> we're not cutting sorry. it out. This is no, better. No, no, we're we not. Cutting this I, out. <laughs> I am the lead of this show that is staying in I'm there. I'm in charge of the audio that gets put out tomorrow morning, though. <laughs> okay, no, fine. No, but um, in all seriousness, going back, we can cut right here. No. <laughs> <laughs> Get it together, Zach. I'm trying. We're professionals. It's been, it's been a hot minute. Three, two. No, um... I don't know. Just go back. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm and done. we're coming back to me. Zach, the, Zach is. I'm screwed <laughs> up. Zach is. Zach has got camera shyness. All right, let's keep going. Okay, uh, I want to. This is actually a serious moment, and, and I want to bring seriousness to this. This next question is about mental health. It, it's not unknown, especially here in the Texas area. Honestly, right up the road in the Allen, Texas horrific events that took over in the shooting there. Um, we've seen a lot of mass shootings here lately, and all of them. Absolutely all of them have everything to do with mental health. Over the past hundreds of years, we may have had advances in gun weaponry and gun technology, but the basic premise of a gun has not changed. But why all of a sudden are we having such massive amounts of more and more and more mass shootings? It's not the guns, it's mental health. Here's some knowledge for you. Back in about the 1950s, the American population was a little over 120 million. And the number of mental asylum patients, i.e. people with legit mental health issues that needed help, was over half a million people. Today, the American population is in the 336 million range, somewhere around in there. How many mental asylum patients do we actively have in the country right now? You may ask, some of you may say, well, 1.5, what's your guess, Zach? 1 million, 1.5 million, what do you think? Of people with mental health issues nowadays? That are in treatment, in hospitals, seeking treatment for their mental health issues. How many do you think? I mean, with as much mental if it was over half a million in the 50s when we had 120 million people, period, now we've got 336 million, how many people do you think are in mental asylums? Shoot, I'm gonna go with, what, 2 million? 35,000. Wait, wait, so we went down. We have from 500, tripled to our population and literally cut it down to 5% of what it used to be in the mental health thing. Now, I'm not saying just throw everybody in a mental health thing, in a mental health hospital or whatever, but these numbers are staggering. You can argue that we had too many back then and not enough now. I think that could be a reasonable argument. But listen to President Trump's response when he's asked the question about guns and mental health. Roll the clip. There's been nobody that's protected the Second Amendment, as you know, like I have. I've protected it through thick and thin, not easy to do. But we have a very big mental health problem in this country. And again, it's not the gun that pulls the trigger. It's the person that pulls the trigger. And we have to protect our Second Amendment. We have to protect our Second Amendment. 
I mean, <clears throat> I agree. That's what makes yeah. me. That's what makes me love the guy, because that is a rational, actual answer to what is the problem. I mean, I'll even go a bit further from the Christian perspective. We don't just have a mental health issue in this country. We have a spiritual heart issue in this country. Uh, I believe we have an evil uh, issue in this country, evil, evil presence, demonic presence, whatever it is you may believe, there is something wrong with the soul of America. And it starts at the church, starts at the home, uh, but that's another topic for another day. All right, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Let's get right to it. The, the ultimate part of the night, you're a nasty person. One more time, play it for the world to see because it's awesome. What's you the mind? answer? Can I, do you mind? I would like for you to answer the okay, question. Okay, it's very simple to answer. That's why I asked it. It's very simple to, you're a nasty person. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> Can you answer why you're oh, you all right. I was negotiating All right. Let's move on. The real hero of the night, we're going to jump into our final clip of the town hall, was after President Trump mm -hmm. left. It actually wasn't even President Trump, in my opinion, that had the most just if- if CNN was on their heels, here comes this true legend with the death blow. What's the, you don't know, what's the, the audience? Email me, Graham at DearAmericanMedia.com. What's the ax that Thor has? Any, any clue? Mjolnir. I can't pronounce it, but I actually do know You know that. it? I know oh it. Oh my gosh, everybody knows it. Okay, all right. Mjolnir? Mjolnir. Mjolnir. Like mule deer? No, Mjolnir. Mjolnir. Near. Mjolnir. There we go. Good Lord. Okay. <laughs> oh, all right. It's going to be that kind of day. If CNN was reeling, Thor calls in Mjolnir <laughs> and just chops the head off. Mjolnir. Roll the clip of this legend absolutely destroying CNN for asking dumb questions. Roll the clip. About it is not a truth teller. That's the way he's always been when he was a businessman, when he's been a politician. He has lied about the 2020 election. Stuff ballot boxes, it's all made up. He's lost dozens of court cases. Does it bother you that he keeps talking about 2020 and not 2024? I'll ask you first, this is Jonathan Leslie. He's 40, Republican, voted for Trump twice. Here it comes. How do you feel about those lies? The KO. So I feel like part of it's also the media narrative as you guys asked him the first question at the town hall about the 2020 <laughs> election. <laughs> so don't you think he could say it's time for me to start talking about 2024 and not lies that aren't true. Couldn't the media ask him a question about 2024? <laughs> well, there were questions, but you're right. That was the first thing, but that's something that was on Just our mind. Stone face killer, bro. <laughs> stone face killer. We need killer. to get that man on the show. God bless that man. What an amazing moment. All right, we are here in the state of Texas. Zach, mm -hmm. and Title 42, the amount of illegal immigrants coming in. In fact, I read somewhere, and this is me just pulling it from the locker room that is my brain, that since January, over five something million Ill illegal immigrants have come in to the country already before mm. Title 42 is gone. That's more people, just so you guys have a reference, that's more people than Mississippi, Alabama, and Georgia. Not Georgia, you said five million? Over five million. Georgia's almost a 10 million man. No way. Yes, they are. No way. Google yes. it right now. How many how many people does Georgia have? I may be wrong about I may be wrong about Georgia, but I know they don't have 10 million people. Google it. 10.8 million people. What? In Georgia? 
Dude, man, oh man. Well, don't ever let it be known. Now, Georgia, the country is 3.7 million. That I will not admit when I was wrong how 10 plus million people could live in that godforsaken state (laughs) is beyond me. Bless you. Fine. It's the combination of Mississippi and Alabama. Mississippi's got like 2.9 million. I know that because I'm from there. Either way, can we? I have to break this Georgia thing down. What What is there in Georgia? Don't don't you dare, Georgia, Georgia Bulldogs, Bulldogs football. There we go, dude. You lined it up perfectly. Come on. There's nothing in Georgia. Georgia's a horrible state. You have to admit. Here's some mountains at the top. Remove the football team. What is in Georgia? Okay, point made. All right. Anyway, <laughs> the point is, Title 42 is ending. But before we can talk about and show you some of the just unbelievable clips from the border, I realize that a lot of people don't exactly know what Title 42 may be. So we're going to read a little bit of it for you here today. All right, so this is from the Associated Press. So this is not what you would call a conservative-friendly network. Lord knows they've written quite a lot of horrible things about yours truly, but I digress. Um, What is Title 42 and what did it do? Title 42 is the name of an emergency health authority. It was a holdover from President Trump's administration and began in March of 2020. The authority allowed U.S. officials to turn away migrants who came to the U.S.-Mexico border on the grounds of preventing the spread of COVID-19. Before that, migrants could cross illegally, ask for asylum, I'm adding this, but literally for any reason, um, and be allowed into the U.S. They were then screened and often released to wait out their immigration cases. So in other words, in layman's terms, just so you guys understand, Trump may have used COVID-19 to put in Title 42 to keep the massive hemorrhaging of illegal immigrants flowing into the country. But before that, everybody was just like, you know what? Hey, it's open house party for everybody. Everybody come in. I saw an amazing tweet from Charlie Kirk the other day that said, how many people from a third world country are we going to allow to come into America before America turns into a third world country? It is so bad that now Greg Abbott has deployed the Texas National Guard out there. Let's show, let's show some of the migrants storming the border first, and then we'll go from there. Show some of the footage. How is this not an invasion? How is that not an invasion? It looks like Zach. There's tens of thousands of them right there just running for it. Look at it. Okay, all right, cut it, cut it. Who who looks at that and says, oh, that's normal? It looks like that scene from World War Z where all like the zombies are like stacking up on the wall or whatever it is. I'm not saying that Hispanics are zombies before Media Matters clips this. I'm just saying that's what it looks like. It's utter chaos at the border. Who rationally can look at that and say, oh, that seems like a good idea for America? I, okay. <laughs> Thank goodness 
for our men and women that are wearing the uniform. The Texas National Guard is down there doing their job. Uh, God bless anyone that wants to put the uniform on. I did it for 12 years. I don't know how you do it in today's society, but God bless you for it. Let's show some footage of that. They're literally setting up barbed wire and like pushing them back down the ditch. <laughs> Look at that. How crazy is that? What kind of an insane situation are you putting soldiers in mm. where they're having to like set this barbed wire up and there's probably kids in here and all this other stuff and you're, you're, you're literally having to like push these people back down the ditch they're trying to climb out of. Like this is crazy. Look, they're swimming for it, literally. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. All right, but it's not all turmoil at the border. Um, in fact, as weird as this may seem, DoorDash is everywhere, apparently, this <laughs> yes, day and age. Yes, yes, uh, and, and don't let an illegal border crossing stop you from getting DoorDash delivered to you. Uh, roll the clip. <laughs> Check this out. Migrants are actually ordering DoorDash and food <laughs> deliveries on the Mexican side to get by until we take custody. Also, they believe, as the migrants you see here inside this shelter, that the U.S. is obligated to hear those. Okay, all right, stop it. I got two questions. I got two questions. One, how did they get the geolocation to find them in there? I'm staying in a hotel and the Dasher can't find me, but they're finding these people on the border. Uh, and two, Instructions, are they- how to like take one mile hike yeah, down. Walk 37 <laughs> paces to the left. Now anyway, and then are they tipping? I would imagine that the tip would have to be, and then how are they tipping? That's another thing. I'm guessing this is a US, is it a US door dasher? Like, I mean, like, it has to be if they're going through the fence. Then how are they paying for it? That's my thing, like, like, does it, does DoorDash like just auto turn it from, what is, what does Mexico use, pesos? <laughs> well, what is that? I don't know what it's called, but, but does it automatically, does it convert it? That is the craziest thing in the world. Uh, yeah, it's Peso. Okay, again, I'm not saying that President Trump didn't do a great job trying to build the border wall, but we all know the border wall wasn't finished, primarily in regards to Congress, not allowing for, uh, I want to, oh, was it $3 billion or $4 billion he needed to build the wall back then? I can't remember. I'm going to guess and say $4 billion. Be, you know, fact check me. We'll put a fact check down here if I got that wrong. Uh, but, you know, we can send all kinds of money to Ukraine, but that's another segment for another day. Uh, but even though we built all this new wall, it seems to not be Ooh. helping. Watch this group of young men simply just walking through the border. What kind of language is that? That's not Spanish. That's not. Is it not? That's yes, it is. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. What is it then? I don't know, dude. That Mr. Mr. Multilingual? What is it? Okay. All right. You get the point. All right. That was obviously a TikTok edit. All right. Let's go. I guess we're going back to Trump here. Let's go to Trump's response about the border and the ending of Title 42. With today's termination of the final remnants of Title 42, Joe Biden has officially abolished what remained of America's borders and turned the United States into a dumping ground for illegal aliens from all over the world. We've become a third world nation. At this very moment, illegal aliens are lined up by the tens of thousands, ready to break into our country, knowing that even if they are caught, Joe Biden will order them immediately released into 
American community. Insanity. Many of these people are very dangerous. Insanity. Under Biden, our border is gone, our sovereignty is gone, our national security is gone, and we are quickly becoming that third world nation that I've been say? talking about for so long. It's happening to us, if you can believe that. The United States of America is now a third world nation. On day one of my new administration, I will end this travesty and restore the sovereign borders of the United States of America. We will immediately resume expedited removals of people that are All right, that's good, crossing. that's good. We also need to fire the 87,000 IRS agents and hire 87,000 Border Patrol agents to throw all these people back where they came from and come here legally. That may be harsh, and I may have said it, but I'm not sorry, and I meant every word of it. Okay, is self-defense now illegal? And then more specifically, is defending other people now illegal? We live in a world where people, instead of helping others, get out their cell phones and just record it for the purpose of going viral, getting likes, getting clicks, and I don't really know. The soul is gone in America. But yet, on a subway station in New York, uh, Daniel Perry decided to step in against a man named Jordan Neely. Now, the left-wing media will tell you that Jordan Neely was just this guy who loved to entertain and he loved to dance for people on the subway and do these things like that. But they'll leave out the part that this man has so many arrest records. This man was literally trying to push women on the train rails of the subway station that Daniel Perry, a former Marine, stepped in and put the man in a simple chokehold. Now, the media has clipped this image and it's been removed off of a lot of social media outlets. And I'm sure we can find it in post and find you a picture here. But they want you to believe that Jordan Neely acted alone and it was a white man choking out a black man. That's what the media wants you to believe. When actually the full video shows that there were black men trying to help, et cetera, because this guy has literally lost his mind. He was endangering other people and one person finally decided not to get his phone out and try to film somebody with mental health issues. <clears throat> Three, two, one man finally decided to step in because he was a Marine. He was in the United States military and he lived by a code of ethics of defending other people. Now, tragically, what has happened has happened and now Daniel Perry is going to be charged in this case. Here's a video footage of him turning himself in. I think it's shameful. Daniel, do you have any comments? Daniel, what do you have to say about the charges? Bogus, that's what I would say. Not guilty. Look, in a perfect society, we would not defund our police. In a perfect society, we would have Christ at the center of our hearts and we would care for our fellow man. Uh, in a perfect society, Daniel Perry would not have had to step into this situation. And in a perfect society, he would not be having to face what is arguably going to be not a non-biased jury of his peers. And I'm afraid that this is going to turn out very bad for Daniel Perry. And in that, it's going to turn out very bad for our future societies. If we live in a current society where people would rather bring out their phones rather than help, 
And then we witness in our society the few people that go against that grain and actually try to help are punished. What does that mean for America? What does that mean for people that are trying to do the right thing? Ladies and gentlemen, this is what the Bible talks about in my opinion. This is what it means when America, or excuse me, when humankind will lose their way and turn to wickedness as opposed to goodness. Bad is good and good is bad. We have a soul issue in America and every single day we are proven that we are continuing to lose that battle. Uh, my thoughts and my prayers are going to Daniel Perry. I hope that this is proven, I don't know, good Samaritan laws or something trying to help other people. Hopefully he gets a better shot than Donald Trump did. Uh, but that's yet to be seen. A little bit of breaking news before we go. Elon Musk has said that he has found a replacement as CEO for Twitter, now just named X, because it's Elon Musk, why not? And she will start in six weeks. He did not name this person, but one person's name is coming to the forefront from all the independent journalists out there. And this lady's name is Linda Yacarino. She is the chairman of NBCU, a board director, global leader, marketer, and she is an executive chair at the World Economic Forum. And for that, I have to give it a big, I don't want any part of it. And I hope that I hope that I hope that this is not the case. I am not a Elon Musk is the savior of the world kind of guy. Um, however, Elon has done a lot of things for freedom. But this is Elon. Just when he starts doing some really cool things, he puts something in place here that you sit there and kind of go, eh, is somebody that has an executive chair on the World Economic Forum someone that's really going to be all about freedom of speech, whether you like the speech or not? I doubt it, but this is a breaking story and it is yet to be seen. That's all we have for this episode of Dear America. I hope you enjoyed it. We've got some big news coming, ladies and gentlemen, around the June timeframe. I cannot wait for you to see what's going on. That's all we have for this episode of Dear America, and I am out of here.